Welcome, friends, to another live conversation on Alatra TV. Today, we're doing things a little bit different, as David reached out to me and he asked me to be on his podcast. So today, we are recording his podcast, Seeing Red Podcast. And we're also doing a live broadcast of video simultaneously so we can reach a bigger audience and talk about subjects that really matter. So David Monfort is the host of Seeing Red Podcast. And I wanted to find out, David, tell me more. How did you get started as a podcast host? And what really led you to this path? Thank you so much for this opportunity because this is kind of turn the tables, but I love turning the tables on this because it, it throws everybody off. So to answer your first question, what started this whole journey um, in April on April 7th of 2020, which I'll probably never forget that date for the rest of my life, um, I, I took a voluntary layoff for my job because I was not making any money and I just need, I was a bit better be at home and draw unemployment so I got home and my wife was a school teacher and she was like okay what are you gonna do if you're at home I was like well I don't know I'll, I'll have to figure out something she said yes she said yeah you will have to figure out something to do because I can't sit still so I got involved on LinkedIn and and started sharing my story on on LinkedIn and sharing where I've been in life and what I've done and my past and people heard, um, heard my story because I've been on probably 20, about 25 uh, podcasts and LinkedIn lives just show, sharing my stories. And in August, I believe it was August um, of 2020, I was on a podcast and the host said, you need to start your own podcast. And I had no idea how to do that or what to do. And I was like, well, why do you think I need to start my podcast, start my own podcast? She said, well, you've been sharing your story. You need, you need to give back to people and give them the opportunity to come on and share their story and where they've been. So I started with the Anchor app and started recording that and started with um, audio only and did that up until um, January of this year. And after that, um, things with, I, I wasn't feeling a great connection with people. So I started doing Zoom, uh, doing Zoom calls so I could have more video and get video out there because I've been trying to get, trying to do more video and trying to branch out a little bit different so I have not released any of the videos yet and re not released any new episodes on seeing red but I have got some in the can and had a meeting today with somebody that is going to start helping me with my podcast and I just wanted to give people the opportunity in a safe place to share their struggles share where they've been share what they are and know that we may be on different continents or different parts of the world or somebody may be a day ahead of us but there's somebody out there that we can talk to that we can relate with that we can just have somebody to just listen to us about our struggles about life and that that's how it started and I am I'm loving it because it's also given me the opportunity to share 
my my past and when people hear my so david i know you talked about your story and your story tell us a little bit more about your aha moment and what really has happened to lead you where you are today um what uh, what kind of started the whole thing is i grew up in a very strong christian home very i was I was almost, I guess, like the goody-goody kid growing up. I never got involved with anything, any drinking or any with pornography or anything like that, because I was always in church. But in 2005, it kind of came to my, it, I, I had a break or I had a point where I said, you know what, I'm 25 years old. I'm going to do what I want to do. No one's going to stop me going to do it and I literally went off the deep end and got involved with pornography got involved with drinking dove off the deep end like as I like to tell people went to a very very dark place for five years and then in 2010 I um and I during that time I moved in with a female I had no intention of marrying and then 2010 I moved back um I had to move back home at age 30 with my parents and that was a very humbling experience for a male to call their parents and be like hey I need to move back home so I went back moved back home with my parents at age 30 lived with my parents until I was 36 and during that six during those six years I was living at home I guess that would be my aha moment because everything I thought I knew everything I thought I had grown up knowing I was just doing it because that's the way I, I was raised, and I, but I didn't realize everything I had was so important and so great and just so perfect for so just what I needed. And now, uh, in the past, I've been married for coming up five years uh, this April, and in the past, really in the past five years, um, it has just taught me that everything I had before was right there in front of me and I didn't realize it. And I was like, wow, the if I would have reached out to my parents, if I would have reached out to other people that was there in front of me, it would have changed. I don't, I won't say it would have changed, but I could have, I could have been in a better place, but I don't regret where I've been because it's really, it's really allowed me to reach out to other people and relate to other people. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing, David. And it's such an inspiring story of, like you said, a deep end and then uh, swimming out and really now helping others tell their stories and understand that we, the people, can support each other. And we, yes. the people, are the source of that love that we all seek for in wrong places sometimes. But really, it is within us, the power that we have to really overcome any obstacles. And I mm -hmm. wanted to ask you this uh, question because we talk about uh, uh, this a lot when it comes to creative society or building a better future for all of us. We talk about personal responsibility and the importance of it and how right now we live in a world where we take that responsibility, put it on someone else and hope for the best future. But in reality, we all know what role it plays. So through your eyes, what does personal responsibility looks like? Wow. Um, for me, it's knowing I have a free will 
and I can make my own choices. But whatever choice I'm going to, whatever choice I make, I'm going to have to live with those responsibilities or those decisions. So I can make the wrong decision or I can make the right decision. I'm going to have to live personally with that decision I made. And I'm, it's going to be all on me. I can't say, well, so-and-so made me do it or I didn't, or they, they peer pressure me into it. No, I made the choice to do that. And, and I made, I make the right choice. I'm, every day I make the right choice. I make a personal responsibility. So, okay, today's going to be a good day. Today's going to, today's going to be a day where I can get through this and I'm going to, I'm going to make it through and I'm going to reach out to somebody today mm-hmm. and encourage somebody today. Yeah. So David, how important it is really for us to create those type of conditions where we are able to express uh, this personal responsibility to its fullest? What type of conditions are we still missing in a society that people still struggle? For a male's point of view and from a, from a man's side, and I've learned this for the, in the past eight years, probably because I've been in, in I've, I've been involved in a uh, crisis and recovery program working on my working all my struggles guys need to realize it's okay to show emotions it's okay to talk you're not gonna be looked down on you're not gonna be like oh well he's weak for for sharing we for guys we need to realize it's okay to talk it's okay to share and for me, I couldn't see the I couldn't see the force of the trees for being right in front of me. There's somebody there right now that you can reach out to that's wanting you to reach out to them. Reach out to them. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate and wait. Well, well, today's not a good day. I'll wait till I'm better. No, no. Reach out today. Like this moment. Text somebody. Yes, that's so important. And you know what? We uh, know that we all so connected to each other. We live in this world where we think we are 8 billion people, but in reality, we all connected through six degrees of connection, right? So six mm-hmm. handshakes or less. We all know each other. We haven't met yet. And when it comes to social media, we are even more closer to each other and connected. And what do you think? How important it is for people to realize that there is no them? There's only us. Yeah. Um, wow. I lived that way for a long, for those five years. I thought it was all me. And I, I did this so only I can get myself out of, out of the situation. And now I realize it's not there. We have support teams. You have support. We're all in this together. I was, I was on a LinkedIn live last night and and they were talking about, they were talking about this same type of issue, the same topic. And I said, we're all in this together. We're all on this road together. You got link arms with somebody besides you because we're, we're, we'll all get, we'll all get through through this together and it'll be all we're we're there together where we're one society. Everybody thinks we're different. We're, We're really not. We may have different views. We may have different thought patterns, but we're together. We're in this together. 
Yes, I agree. And right now we also realize that we live in a, a society that's a consumeristic type of society where we consume ideas, we consume products, we consume people. We no longer are giving society. We no longer, you know, society that really wants to help someone, but we are more of a receiving society. But in order to receive, someone needs to give, right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So how do we go from you know, this consumeristic world into this perfect world we all want to live in. Like, what are some of the steps that each of us can do today in order for us to live in a creative society tomorrow? I'll go back and say it. Reach out. Talk to, talk to people because you don't realize you may think someone's different than you, but you may have the same ideas. It's kind of like everybody I've I've met on LinkedIn lately or been on live shows with, we're all wanting to help each other. We're all wanting to say, hey, we're all struggling. We all have bad days, but we're in this together. We're gonna, we, our, our shows may be different. Our topics may be different, but we're all in this together. We're going to get through this together. So, like I keep saying, reach out and talk to somebody. Yeah, thank you so much, David. And also we ask, we volunteers of Alatra International Public Movement, we ask people around the globe one very important question and we allow them to dream a little bigger. So I would like to ask you this question as well. How do you envision a world where you, your family and everybody else are happy and live a fulfilled life? Say that one more time for me. How do you envision a world where you, your family, your friends are happy and live a fulfilled life? Well, I I can say this through this pandemic, um, we things were shut down for a little while here in Tennessee. But what got me and my wife through through this pandemic is with my parent we actually bought a house two minutes from my two minutes from my sister and and two minutes from my parents so we quarantined together as a family we bonded honestly we bonded closer through this whole time as a family and we realized we can make it through this with each other and it really the past year now, I, I feel like I am stronger to my parents and stronger to my sister. And I just turned 41 at Christmas. I I feel the strongest to my family, connected to my family, that I've ever felt in 41 years. And it's because we we realize we we have to stick together. We have to stay close together and get through some hard times. Because me and my wife have been through some hard times here in the last couple of weeks, but it's because we stuck close to my family and we stuck mm -hmm. close to the ones that lived that loved us the most and helped us. And it goes back to that personal decision and the free will we have, right? So we yeah. are um, our own um, 
destiny builders with our thoughts and actions and everything that we do in every moment. We really think it's like that big decision we make, but really it's the little moments that we live through every single day. Thank you so much, David. And also that brings up very important point of human life. And I would like to ask our IT uh, support to bring up the number one foundation of a creative society, which is human life. And I will read it for our listeners. And then David, I will ask you to comment on it. Okay. All right, let's see, it's coming up now to the screen. All right, so here we are at the human life, the number one pillar or foundation of a creative society. And if you never heard about the creative society, it's a global project and it's aimed at building a new type of society where everybody can enjoy and benefit from everything we have to offer to each other and all the resources are spread equally. So no one has to go to sleep hungry, no one has to seek for medical care and no one has to worry about tomorrow. So number one is human life. And David, I would like to comment, uh, for you to comment on it after I read it. Human life is the highest value Life of any human has to be protected as one's own. Oh, where do you go? Bring it back on the screen. Bring it back. <laughs> All right, there it is. All right, I'll start over so we can cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, human life is the highest value. Life of any human has to be protected as one's own. The goal of the society is to ensure and guarantee the value of each human's life. There is not and never can there be anything more valuable than a human's life. If one human is valuable, then all people are valuable. So David, your comment on this foundation and its importance. Wow. Um, I've never heard that, but thinking what my mission and vision statement is for seeing red with David Munford, that is like just a totally different way of what I came up with my vision, my mission and vision statement. And my mission and vision statement, and this will be the intro for my, for when things start rolling out for my, for the new editing of my podcast is giving a voice to the voices and providing a safe place to be vulnerable and authentic and to have a raw, uncut, open conversation about any topic that could bring encouragement to others where they can see we're all human and can come back from anything in life. Well, so, bam. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, I mean... So you already building a creative society without yeah. knowing about, well, knowing about it, obviously. But. Right. I mean, that is like, when I read that, I was like, wait, okay. My mission and vision statement lines up perfect with that because that's what we need. We need people to realize it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be raw. It's okay to be authentic. It's, it's okay to cry on video. We're all in this together. We're all human beings. I heard some. I heard something. Some somebody say we're not. We're human beings, not human doings. So we're beings. We're we gotta be. We gotta be present. We got to 
just be. We do, so we need to slow down from all what we're doing in life and just be part of something. So, I mean, I love that. I'm, I love the, the human life. I, I love how... Do how you I, think right now we operate as a society by putting human life first? Or do we really need to look at our priorities? I don't think we do. I, I think we say we do. But honestly, I don't think we do. I, I think we're all about, it's all about me, 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 me. What, what can I, like the microwave society, what can I get like right now? It's, you can't do like right now. You've got things are going to take time to grow. Things are going to take time to, to mature and to birth. So you've got to realize it's going to take time. It's going to take, it's, it, it, like a mustard seed grows into something big. It, it takes, you got to start small. You got to start manageable and not just go for everything. Yeah. And also, David, in a society where we like to blame others, what role do we really play? Do we really have to sit on the couch and do nothing and hope for something? Or do we have to take little actions every day towards building a creative society? What is our role as human beings? I know for me, what gets me through today is, um, is reaching out to one person, connecting with one person. Because if I can encourage just one person, then that person will encourage another person. Then that person will encourage another person. So it starts with just one. It's it just starts with one person. Mm-hmm. Starts with reaching out, hitting one person every day, and that's that. To me, that's what it means. That's all I can do, because I was trying to do at one point. I was trying to do so much, and I realized, okay, I can't do everything. What's one thing I can do today? How can I do one thing, and then one thing will build on another. And then even my job, I just have to focus on one customer a day. One, what that one customer, because that one customer will say, "Hey, I had a great experience. Why don't you go? Why don't you go check them out? Or why don't you? Why don't you take? Why don't you go work with, work with this company?" So it starts with one person. That's true. And we have 365 days in a year, so that one person turns into many more people that you can. you know, really help and really inspire. And that's what we do here as human beings. And it's like volunteer that that's why I volunteer is because I know through my action, I can inspire someone else to take another action, but I don't do it to inspire. I do it from selfishly for myself because it really helps me understand that I don't have to receive anything. I can just give and yes. I can unconditionally and this is how the human beings are we have this ability to love we have this ability to give kindness understanding compassion we can all do it and it's a personal choice like we discussed today and i know i have asked you so many questions but i'm gonna go ahead and turn this table on you and go ahead ask me one or two (laughs) yeah um okay for you from how did you like I've you've talked we've talked about the what you do for your job but how how did it bring you to where you're at now how did you how did you get involved with this yes definitely so as my professional job goes I am um, 
a graphic designer. I am a website builder. So I do uh, branding, website, graphic design. And I have been running my own business for about 10 years now. So I really work from home. I have two kids, a wonderful husband, a dog, and two cats. So yes, <laughs> a typical family <laughs> yeah. with a lot of hands to feed. And then... Um, and in between then, my friend told me that, Olga, we need help because I'm volunteering for this organization. I need help doing, you know, things that I'm already doing in my professional field. And I said, hey, why not? I can do that. Well, at first, David, I'm going to be honest with you because we are all about honesty. At first, I was like, well, let me just do like, you know, one hour of work here and there. But then it got too much. And I'm like, why am I this doing this without getting paid? What's going on? Like, this is like not what I want to do and all of that but the essence of it is that i didn't understand what my actions were doing or what mm -hmm. my actions were helping people to see do or envision through right. my volunteer work so right now as i grow personally and develop personally i understand i have this understanding that every action we take every thought we have that is aimed at creativity. It's aimed at constructive way of thinking is actually creating our reality. So the part of the reality I wanna be is positive. And in order to be that, I have to do that. Action, that's it. Yeah. And when I realized that I can really my human potential to benefit so many other people that don't even know about the Project Creative Societies. They don't even know that a lot of TV exists, but this informational field that we live in right now is already being filled with humanity, already being filled with open and honest conversations like we're having today. And it's just people doing it. No one is paying anyone to do it. No one is saying you have to show up. No one is telling us nothing. We just say that we need to do it because we are at the dead end. We are really at the end of times, as they say in religious settings. Right. So what is our responsibility to turn around and get back on track of building an ideal society we all dreamed about? How do we do that? And why shouldn't we not do it? I know for my own kids, I want them to live in a better future than we are currently living in the you know in the present and i know we can do much better and the only reason we can do it is if we have a request for it so right now our request is well let me just hope for the better future and then whatever whoever is going to make a decision for me hopefully it affects me in a positive way if not i'm just going to swallow it and right now is a time with all the technology we have is to really say you know what it is not okay to have violence. You know what? It is not okay to have wars. You know what? It's not okay to have hungry people around the globe. It is not okay. And when we realize that what we have been living through is not okay, then we can build a society that is an amazing society where human life is number one priority, where human safety, openness, and transparency of information really gives us that opportunity to vote for something and know it benefits me in some way, shape or form. And it doesn't take away from my living conditions or anything like that. So for me, it's really is doing something that allows me personally to grow and also know that the future we're going to live in in five years or less really depends on my personal actions today. 
and I choose to do it right now. I, I can't even I can't even ask anything else because that is like if we if we if I was asking anything else you've you've answered everything because that's that's kind of what I, I I can stand behind that and I can agree with that because that's what we need that's what exactly what we need right now yeah. is for society to realize we can we can do this together definitely and then David I know you said no more questions but please let me know if I forgot to ask you something and maybe you can wish something to our audience that's watching us today. The, the biggest thing I, I guess I can, I'll, I'll say again is everybody reach out to somebody. There's, there's somebody that you may not be thinking of that you need to, you need to connect with, connect with them because you don't know you don't know what it's going to change for their life. You don't know what's going to change for 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 your life, because I came in thinking this was going to be this was different. But my my thinking of I don't know my thinking of like the creative society or just how like the person the questions you asked me made me really think of wow I what I have done in life and what I have, where I have, where I am going and what I am going to be doing. This is really, I'm really in a good place. Like I'm really in a, and it's weird to say I'm in a, like a peaceful, good place. And it's because I took that step and reached out to somebody. And that's what that's what will happen when you reach out to somebody. You'll find you'll finally get through the the dark times, the hard times, and you'll break through some walls. That it's okay to talk. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be human. We're human. We're not gonna have. We're not always gonna have good days. We're gonna have bad days. But it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's perfectly fine to be human. <laughs> yes, for sure. And, and it's easy to be human when you do recognize the power that we all have as a human beings. And we do live in the, you know, human being is so dual in its nature that we have like a little angel on one shoulder and a little devil on another shoulder. But no one else, not our neighbors, not our president, no one can decide for us which shoulder we're going to support today. And it's really on us to give each other our best shoulder. Yep. And this way, we can build a society we all can be proud of, something we can pass on to our kids, and they're going to just laugh at the way we were living before and say, how could you have a war? Why would you kill another human being? Why was this prescription killing more people than it was curing people? Like those type of conversations will become jokes. Uh, right now, they are our reality, but yeah. they... Yeah, we just need to change the format of the communication, the format that we live in. So everybody gets the fair choice. And if they choose to lay on the couch all day and not do anything, they should be able to. Yeah. Their choice cannot affect another human being, but their personal choice is there. So that's why the Project Creative Society is so important. And uh, David, before we go, I really wanted to play the trailer for the next yeah. conference that yeah. will bring people together. And it's called Creative Society, What Prophets Dreamed Of. 
So during that conference, we will really look at some of the prophecies, what Jesus, Muhammad, and uh, Buddha have told us to do, and where we took the wrong road, and how do we get back together as a global community? How do we get, how do we get to that truth that unites us? Those grains of knowledge that are, can be found in every religion and every culture out there. So right now I will ask our IT team to play the trailer for the upcoming conference. And David, it has been a pleasure of having you on. Thank you so much. And it's not the last time that we talk, so let's oh, no. touch. <laughs> Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world. Hundreds of thousands of people online. Hundreds of broadcast platforms translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can. 180 countries of the world, millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society. What the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth. Join the entire humanity and spread the message.